Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, all right, everybody. Welcome to Friday, man. We made it last Friday in the month, last Friday in the week. There's no more Fridays that you have to look forward to this week. I promise you that. It is the 30th of September. Welcome to the Morning After with Nick and Big J. I am Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah, usually people look forward to Friday. You're not? No, I I am, but why would you want Friday to to be the last one? The last Friday. It is the last Friday. There's no arguing that. This is the last Friday in September. I cannot give you more, nor can the calendar that we seem to follow uh, with no questions asked. It's all Green Day all day. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, technically, September sure, over. if you want to. No, thank you. I was going to say, you don't seem like that's one of your favorite Green Day songs. I'm not even sure you're a Green Day fan. Some songs. Ooh, let's get into it. Favorite Green Day song? Probably Jaded. All right. Jaded, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the second part of that two-part song? Just the second part. You tune out for the first two and a half minutes, yeah. and then you're in it the last <laughs> minute like, and a half. Whoa! Look out. Uh, welcome to the show today. We got a bunch of special guests lined up for your Friday. We're going to kick things off in the 7 o'clock hour with Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin is the lead singer, songwriter for a band called Candlebox. They will be in town tomorrow evening at the Expo Idaho, the last outdoor show of the year, at least by my estimation. I think that's accurate. I could say it's the last outdoor rock show of the year. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, That is happening at Expo Idaho. Glorious Sun's coming along for the ride. Aaron Jones as well. It's a great lineup, Hat to Heels. And we got Kevin Martin on the show today. Then Glorious Sun's popping by for a Coors Light Corwin Ford X session at 2 p.m. tomorrow. Hosted by our very own Big J. So you're going to want to tune in for some acoustic glory. I was wrong, by the way, when I said yesterday was the first one since... Uh, since Dead Sarah, because we did have Red in here in May that I had uh, oh, that's right. completely yeah. dismissed. But, uh, and which is even weird considering I did that X session, but I did forget Red, so my apologies to the Red family. But it is our first X session in four months, so it's still a, it's been a while, as Stained once sang. So it'll be good to have that happen on Saturday. Of course, you got the walk to end Alzheimer's. We had Alex in here yesterday talking about that. And then this weekend as well, you have some comedy in town at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Vicki Barbleck is going to be on our show in the 8 o'clock hour. Calling in from Las Vegas as she's got a one-night-only show at the Lounge on Sunday evening at 8 p.m. that we would like you to consider maybe capping off your weekend with. We will talk to Vicki uh, in the 8 o'clock hour about her life and her time on America's Got Talent. She went into the top five in that particular show back in 2019, yeah. so we're going to kick that around as well today. So it should be a good Friday show. On top of that, your chance to win tickets to Candlebox, Glorious Sons, and Aaron Jans, Jones. And oh yeah, we're also giving away $1,000 a day. We're not messing around with that either. That's going to continue beginning at 9 o'clock this morning with your very first code word, courtesy of Inflation Retaliation. So you're going to want to tune in for that a little bit after the 9 o'clock hour too. So our Friday's stacked, but we also play music on this show. Pearl Jam, kicking us off here on the morning after on The X. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, we are going to head into your area of expertise here for a second because I give you a chance to pat yourself on the back for being a little ahead of the curve here, my friend. It was an accident, I'm sure. Uh, The Idaho Conservation League is a organization that kind of checks how we're doing in the world of sustainable energy here in the state of Idaho. And one thing that happened this summer is Idaho Power came out with a study that said that, you know what we're doing over here at Idaho Power? We're paying people that switch to solar too much money to to get on solar. We should probably dial back how much money we're refunding solar customers that are kind of conserving energy that way. 
And the Idaho Conservation League did their own study and was like, hey, like, I mean, I know you want to save money and everything, Idaho Power, but that's just not true. We're not doing a very good job, A, promoting solar here in the state of Idaho, and B, giving those that actually switch the appropriate amount of money they should for making the changes that they have made. So they have kind of uh, kind of submitted their study to the Public Utilities Commission to try to help Idaho Power assist solar-powered customers a little bit more and incentivize them for doing it because they don't feel like they're doing a good job. So Idaho Power's study came out and said, hey, I think we're doing a pretty good job, and in fact, we're paying people too much. And then the Conservation League's like, yeah, guys, no. You have solar power. You recently switched. Was it an Idaho Power thing, or was it your own kind of thing? What do you mean? Like, did it, you team up with Idaho Power to do this, or you, was it you something? You have to. You have. Okay, to. you have no choice. You, yeah, it's not. It's this isn't when you you're thinking when you think solar, you're thinking off the grid. Well, like you're that's just because using, you've made that joke before, and I wasn't sure oh, if you're serious. Yeah, no, no, that's not that's not how it is, and what it's about. To be perfectly honest, and really, uh, what the thing that attracted me to the solar is the idea that you know, at some point, uh, you know, there's just power your power rate is going to go up it's going to keep going up especially more people in the treasure valley it's just the way it is more people using power it's going to cost more this is how you um you know negate that cost a little bit is to be creating some of your own energy and the costs kind of defer and you keep a standard payment for the time uh, that you're paying this off on your house so that's why we decided to do it but yeah it's not one of those things where uh it was like you have to you know team up with idaho power in order to make that happen unless you are doing something that's off the grid and you're not going to be using idaho power at all right but you are and all that all what has it saved you money uh it's starting to yeah okay but it didn't did it cost you money out of pocket to get the solar okay yeah it it will eventually so okay so right now you're kind of in the paying off mode if you will exactly but has it lowered your monthly payments for the from the idaho power yeah okay then that's if that's what you're looking for then that's got plus i mean correct me if i'm wrong but you get some tax breaks because of it too right uh there is there is a tax break at the beginning but that's because you know the investment of getting solar put on your house is is quite expensive so that's the the i don't remember offhand what the exact subsidy or whatever that is um the tax break it is but yeah you get a, a nice chunk of change but that goes to you know the expense of putting it on your house yeah so something to kick around it is an opportunity for you to do it and who knows if you're going to get more money from idaho power now that this study has come out we'll still see welcome to game day big j boise state san diego state taking on each other at albertson stadium tonight uh six o'clock kickoff on fox sports one if you don't want to go out to the game uh gonna have some nice football weather high is 71 degrees and sunny at kickoff should cool down once the sun goes down as well so you may even want to bring a blanket to the game tonight or a jacket if you will uh believe it or not despite the offense having some struggles and a brand new starting quarterback boise state favored by almost a touchdown in this game against a san diego state team that really has kind of had their way with them over the last couple of years so i thought that was fairly interesting from a lot i mean i granted you may want to make boise state favorites at home i didn't think they'd be touchdown favorites uh, of course both teams are two and two coming in so both kind of off to a disappointing start so far this year we'll see what ends up happening on the blue this evening there was a football game last night uh big j once again wrong in picking his national winners he's had a rough streak as of late uh the Bengals uh pretty much doubled up the miami dolphins 27 to 15 but that really isn't the story last night the story was tua uh who ended up going down in the second quarter of the game smacking his head against the turf and it was not a good look especially coming uh four days after he suffered what appeared to be a concussion but the Dolphins said was a back injury in their game against the Buffalo Bills on Saturday, on Sunday, and then he turned around and started on Thursday and then got thrown to the ground again and had to be taken off the field in a stretcher. Uh, seven minutes lying there. It did not look good or pretty, uh, but he apparently was good enough to be released from the hospital and might fly back, join the team at some point today. But the NFL, the Dolphins, I feel like even the medical staff for these teams are going to have something to answer for because that could have been catastrophic. 
it was an ugly, ugly look last night for the NFL and for concussion protocol, for being perfectly honest. So we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, probably knowing our attention span, nothing. We'll forget about it in a week when somebody else gets really, really injured. Tampa Bay's will be back at home. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be at home this weekend at Raymond James Stadium to play the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, despite Hurricane Ian hitting the uh, coast earlier this week. Apparently, it's enough that uh, they think everybody can come and it should be good. They, the stadium suffered relatively little damage. So that's going to go as scheduled. If they needed to, they were going to move the game to Indianapolis. But that is not necessary, according to the experts. So everything goes as planned this weekend at uh, the NFL. So that's good. Big J, this is a weird story, but I guess it's probably something that we need to get used to considering we talked about how uh, James Earl Jones had basically signed off his voice rights for uh, Marvel, excuse me, for Star Wars or Disney to use his voice for Darth Vader using AI until the end of time. Well, it appears that before Bruce Willis retired from Hollywood due to his asphyxia diagnosis, he ended up signing off his likeness to a company that can digitally recreate him called Deepcake. Uh, it is a company that is very good at apparently building digital versions of famous people, and it makes it possible for him to get inserted into film projects. In fact, there's already a deep fake version of him that does a commercial for some sort of project over in Russia, and it is strange looking. I'll put it that. It's almost like a like a computer-generated version of Bruce Willis. It almost looks like a video game. It doesn't look super, super real. It doesn't look awful. It's not the worst CGI you've ever seen, but it also is off-putting and weird. You know what I'm saying? But Willis, of course, famously had some monetary issues before he was retiring from Hollywood, so this is a way for him to still make some money, show up in projects, even though he is no longer in condition to do that, which also is, is a little sad, if you know what I'm saying, Big J. Uh, well, it's, I, I, well, I think you're right. I think it, I'm looking at a still here from that video, uh -huh. and it looks super good. And, it's a still, though. Why do you see no, it in motion? I'm, I am watching it in motion, and I disagree with you, and it's scary how good this stuff looks because that can, I mean, it's just, this deep fake stuff is very concerning for a lot of different reasons, especially as technology continues to advance, and eventually, at some point, we're going to have, you know, Bruce Willis in a movie, uh, like a legit another movie, when he's long gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a little creepy. I mean, we made jokes about the hologram concerts and things like that, but uh, this is taking it to the next level. And uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a little demented. Don't know how much this will be used or how frequently it will be used. I mean, I don't we know if you can... a lot in Russia, apparently. <laughs> well, it, just the one commercial so far. But it is, you know, interesting to see, like, how much, like, can you carry a movie with this? Can you have him be the star of something? I'm not exactly sure. I imagine a lot of legwork goes into it, but uh, I guess the point is don't be surprised if Bruce Willis pops up in things in the future, even though technically he's retired. Motionless and white here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And of course, everybody has kind of been keeping their eyes on Florida and the surrounding areas these last couple of days because of Hurricane Ian, which was downgraded to a tropical storm then kicked back up to a hurricane and it started to make landfall in the Carolinas as well so there's a lot of people and a lot of damage done in the wake of Hurricane Ian which means that a lot of us are looking to maybe help out we've got friends family in Florida or in the surrounding areas and yeah. maybe just maybe it's time that we decided hey I'd like to give to a little bit of a charity to help out the people that are struggling to make ends meet after the hurricane plowed through their particular area. But this is also a time to remind you that, listen, for every good person out there doing something, there's also a, a terrible person trying to use a tragedy to completely take advantage of people and steal from people and take money. And already there have been a series of scams and uh, not real charities that have popped up that are asking for funds to help Hurricane Ian survivors and people kind of rebuild. And everybody is trying to take the time to say, hey, listen, we know you're trying to do the right thing, but there's a lot of scammers out there. There's a lot of crooks out there. So we don't want them to use this tragedy as a way to steal your money. Make sure 
you use a little bit of common sense, a little bit of research, and you can check out online to make sure the organizations that you are choosing to deal with if you're trying to give money to charitable organizations are actually real, legitimate, the money's going to the right places, and it's not going into somebody's bank account. And they're just stealing your money because any, like we said, any time that something terrible happens, somebody will step up to try to use it as a way to profit off it. It's, it's a terrible kind of thing, but it is something that maybe you are familiar with and maybe it's something that's happened to you in the past. You've been ripped off before. So again, do a little bit of research or make sure it's an organization that you have heard of outside of Hurricane Ian and it's all going to the right places before you just throw up your bank account or toss a bunch of money. We know you're trying to do the right thing. We just don't want you to get ripped off and somebody else to get rich because of it because there's already a ton of complaints about it, which means, you know, it always makes me lose faith in our society when this stuff happens, but we can at least do a little bit to make sure it's going to the right spot because nobody wants to get ripped off. And there's plenty of people that are trying to do it. So just do a little bit of research, make sure the money's going to the right place, and help out if you can to the survivors of Hurricane Ian coming up. Uh, that's Again, it's hitting landfall again here in the States, and hopefully it's a little bit less powerful and does a little bit less damage, and everybody makes it out. Okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got the What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day coming up here in a few courtesy of Big J. It's next on the x Rocks. <laughs> That's the Foo Fighters that has learned to fly here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time to find out what Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day is, sir. Yep, and uh, we got a show coming up Sunday. How about some trivium in the court of the dragon? All right, here it is, your Big J's song of the day on the X Rocks. There's Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me song of the day in the court of the dragon by Trivium. Now we find out the why, Big J's, if people didn't know. Yeah, Dead Man and the Dragons Tour is hitting uh, the Rev Center on uh, Sunday. And, uh, of course, that's a combination of uh, their two last albums with the Dead Men Say and In the Court of the Dragon, which are both pretty damn good and put out in a relatively short amount of time. Uh, our, you know, obviously Matt Heavey, the lead singer of Trivium, he uh, does our opening uh, intro song for the morning show now, uh, which is awesome. But uh, he's not the only one that loves, uh, you know, getting in and, and hanging out with the X folks. Uh, Apollo, the bass player, also tweeting at the radio station uh, last night, just getting people ready for their headlining tour, which kicks off on Sunday night at the Rev Center. They're opening for Iron Maiden. They're, that last show is happening on uh, uh, Friday night. So uh, it's it's a pretty big deal, and they're excited. We've had a great relationship with that band for years, uh, years, and uh, I don't remember what year it was, but we did a free X show with Trivium, and it was just bananas. It was. It was bananas, and I think it was like two 2012 or something yeah. like that around there where they swung on by and they asked if they could play for free and we were like are you kidding me of course you can and the place was packed we would have never thought to even ask them never never i mean we've had a couple of those things where you know like non-point and trivium bands that are established and could sell a bunch of tickets in this town have said hey we just kind of want to do something cool for the fans would you be down for that and the answer is always well <laughs> yeah yeah of course we would <laughs> uh so yes make sure you go apollo of course was tweeting that the set list going to be completely different from the last time they were in town because it wasn't that long ago the Trivium made their way through these parts, but it's always good to see them. And of course, the rest of the support on that lineup uh, on Sunday is not terrible yeah. either if you like your metal between the Buried to Me and Whitechapel along for the ride. So you're getting your money's worth. If you need your tickets, you're going to want to check out xrock.com. They are there. They'll be available at the door on Sunday too because there's still some left. So don't miss Trivium. It's going to be a great show. It always is. <laughs> The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Just for a second, Big J, close your eyes and let your brain go into the deepest, darkest parts of itself. And think of something really, really gross. Don't say it out loud. Okay. Just think of something really, really gross in your mind that you don't think would be, I don't know, something that is fun or interesting. And just know that somewhere on the internet, there's a fetish site about it. And uh, it doesn't matter what it is, there's a kink for it, and everybody is encouraged to enjoy themselves to the best of their ability, as long as it's not hurting themselves or somebody else, and two consenting adults and all that, have yourself a good old time. But I would like to introduce you to a brand new fetish, Big J. It's called mucophilia. Any guess what that is? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Got something to do with mucus, I'm going to guess. You're not too far off. I, I don't want to elaborate. It's 
having a... The act of watching or sneezing or watching somebody sneeze turns you on. It's a sneezing fetish. It means they can be aroused by their own sneezes or sneezes of others around them. And, of course, there's a sneezing fetish forum, in case you're curious. No. Asking questions like, do big noses equal big sneezes? Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at the nose on that guy. I mean, that's their favorite movie must be The Life of Brian. Uh, sharing, nose. sharing a fetish with your partner can lead to a deeper connection and maybe, just maybe, a little less shame attached to it. But you have to understand that not everybody's going to be into the things that you're into, so proceed with caution. Let me open mouth kiss your nose. uh, I mean, again, I don't want to kink shame anybody. What you're into is what you're into. It's just file this under another thing. I don't understand how that possibly could be a thing, but apparently it is, and it's becoming more and more popular, so watch out. Okay, Nick. I have a scenario for you. The hottest chick you ever met in your life. Uh Uh-huh. And she's into you. Okay. First and mistake. This is Red her, flag. This is her fetish. Uh, but what does she want me to do about it? I, I don't know. But are you just you go with it, right? Is it a deal breaker? No. I mean, okay. I don't care if she gets All turned right. on. But I mean, does does she want me, as you said, to like suck on my nose as I see? Yeah. Yeah. What if yeah. She, I don't think I can not, do that. Ninety percent of the time, your relations involve that sort of thing no. in order to make it work. No. I mean, I would respect it and probably go along for the ride a couple of times, but 90% of the time, in order for it to happen, I'd have to get in. No, I don't think so. So that's why these forums are important. That's why these folks can get with each other. Sure, sure. Or, I mean, at least find somebody else with a common likeness and share some thoughts. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) whatever you're into, you're into, I guess. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Football game tonight on the blue between the Boise State Broncos and San Diego State Aztecs. It's going to happen at 6 o'clock kickoff at Albertson Stadium. Boise State, six and a half point favorites. We'll see what happens post Hank Bachmeyer here on the blue uh, and see how Mr. Green does as the starting quarterback. Coach Cutter. That's right, offensive coordinator. He is back in the fold. We'll see how it does. I think I'm not sure what Bronco Nation expects. I, I expect an L here. I expect you do? a loss. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Do you expect the offense to look better, or do you think it'll be a work in progress for a while? I think it's going to be a work in progress. Okay, so you expect a low-scoring game in which the Broncos lose. I, I mean, I don't necessarily know it'll be uh, low. I haven't seen what San Diego State's been doing this year. You said they're 2-2? Two and two. Yes. So, uh, I mean, it's hard to say. I just know the Broncos have struggled on bo- on all three phases of the game. So, uh, we'll see how it goes and hope for the best. The spread shocked me. The over-under is extremely low in this game as well. I think it's like 38.5, 39, something like that. So, they don't expect a high-scoring game in Vegas or with the odds makers. So, we'll see what comes to fruition tonight on the blue. You can watch on Fox Sports 1 if you don't want to go to the game. The Bengals beat the Dolphins last night 27-15. Buccaneers will play at home on Sunday night against the Chiefs at Raymond James Stadium. They thought maybe you'd have to move it because of Hurricane Ian. That is not the case. So it's going to happen on Sunday night as scheduled. And some changes to one of the highest rated uh, cable television shows on TV. That would be The Daily Show. Trevor Noah announced yesterday he is stepping down as the host after seven years on the successful show. Uh, Nobody really knew that much about him when he took over for John Stewart seven years ago, but the ratings and everything have persisted on The Daily Show. It continues to be one of the highest rated shows on cable, and he is handing things off. Uh, he said he will continue to host for the time being. They have not announced a uh, a replacement host, but uh, he said he'll fig- they'll figure out the things like the wins and all that kind of stuff uh, soon, but he'll be hosting the show for the time being. Uh, hard to believe it's been seven years. That that yeah. struck me as crazy. But yes, it was 2015 when he took over. Uh, John Stewart was, of course, at the desk for 16 and a half years. And we'll see where they go in the future. But that appears to be a brand that uh, is pretty strong and can survive some pretty significant changes. So we'll see what they do over there at Comedy Central. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> going to hell. Would you join me in my own private hell? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Not too far away for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oregon State University is where we're going. Well, because they had a breakthrough two days ago that makes us want to say, hey, listen, we had a good run, guys. We have been, I want to say, for years, Big J. 
warning the collective people of the Treasure Valley of the eventual and a basic, you know, it's going to happen, the robot uprising. Agree or disagree? I mean, amongst other things that are happening, yeah, that, yeah. that seems to be like it's, uh, it's on track. I feel like uh, that becomes an inevitability, and you need to prepare yourself for it both mentally and physically. But uh, a breakthrough happened a couple of days ago that's going to make that uh, robot overlord stuff happen a little bit sooner, Big J, because they have officially broken the world record for the world's fastest robot. It's done. It happened. They created a robot that is a biped, meaning it walks upright like a human being, Big J. And they were able to shatter the world record of the 100 meters run by a robot in a matter of time. They did it in 24.73 seconds, breaking the old record by more than seven seconds. So they just dismantled it, uh, which means you now have robots that can run incredibly fast, Big J, as they tear through you and your fleshy meatness. Wait, what was the distance? The 100 meters. Okay, well, you know, some of us, some people are still faster than that. The world record is Usain Bolt, and he did it in under 10 seconds, so you're right. But we do not have armies of Usain Bolts. We don't have army of these robots either. There's like one. Not yet. But it's a lot easier to make those than it is to make uh, Usain Bolt. Uh, There's a reason why he's been dominating for well over uh, 15 years at his sport, because he is a rarefied heir. But... It's happening, and they've done it. Agility Robotics is the Oregon State company that has put together the robot that they call Cassie. By the way, Cassie's also broken the record for a five-kilometer race from from a robot, which is 3.1 miles. Uh, She did so in 53 minutes, which is considered a huge breakthrough at the time as well because, you know, keeping a robot upright that long, let alone running for that amount of time at that particular speed, is very, very rare. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, She is the first bipedal robot to use machine learning to have a running gait that mimics a human, which is why she was able to run as fast as the robot was. And they did so on outdoor terrain which means it was kind of like it was they did one on the track and they did one off the track so it didn't matter what kind of terrain that the robot was running on it could dominate anything tell you what now we combine uh this cassie robot with uh the real sex dolls like put that stuff over these you know robot parts and you got a terminator why does it have to be a sex doll well i mean because i don't know if we're completely there with being able to recreate human flesh. I see. And all that stuff, so that's the next best thing, right? I mean, there's idiots out there paying thousands of dollars for those. Yeah, yeah, they are expensive. So you think, like, an army of running sex dolls is where we could be headed? Well, you leave the sex doll part out. It's just the technology that they use to create it, right? So there you go. There's your Terminator. It is. You're right. right. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't have them, like, you know, actually marching in formation yet or having guns or time traveling, but it's really just a matter of time. Yeah. We're almost there. So watch out. they all look like some weird porn star. Watch watch your back is my point. You never know when one of those really fast-running robots will be coming up behind you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We are going to talk to Kevin Martin, lead singer of Candlebox. Coming to town tomorrow night at Expo Idaho. That's happening next on the X Rocks. That band has been around since 1993. Candlebox far behind here on the morning after with Dick and Big J. Tomorrow night, they return to the Treasure Valley along with Glorious Sons and Aaron Jones at Expo Idaho, wrapping up the outdoor concert series here in the rock side of things. And you can grab your tickets right now at xrock.com. And we are lucky enough to have Kevin Martin, the lead singer of Candlebox, on the phone with us right now this morning. First of all, Kevin, good morning. Thanks for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. And I imagine, are you on like kind of what you call like a a short hop of dates right now? Uh, it's like a four. There's four in a row. We're doing, we're in Minot, North Dakota, Dillings, Pocatello, and then Boise. Nice, nice. We were just kind of talking here uh, amongst ourselves. We're like, it's been a long time since Candlebox has uh, been here to Boise. And we're like, that's a, that's a weird thing. We're kind of close to, to where you're from. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's interesting. We, we've, Boise's like, I think the last time we played there, we played some outdoor festival with like Carly J. Rep or Repson or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, it was like Carly. the Boise Music Fest, right? Yeah. 
was like, look, this doesn't work for us. But, um, you know, it's, it's always been kind of, if it's not the knitting factory, and I think a lot of it is we don't spend a lot of time in the Northwest anymore. I mean, I don't live in Seattle anymore, and, and rarely do we go up there to play. If we if we do, it's like for the 25th anniversary sort of show for the band, the original band or something. So we don't spend a lot of time up there anymore, which is uh, unfortunate because I, I love Boise. I love uh, Idaho. It's one of my favorite states. And and Spokane, Washington, we haven't played in, in years. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe, um, maybe I need to spend some more time there. Well, uh, listen, we're, we're happy as hell that you are heading up this way and will be playing on Saturday. Uh, we are excited to have that come to fruition. Are these like four runners that you're kind of on? Are they nice? Is it nice to get back into the swing of things? Or are, are you can be honest, are they a pain in the ass? No, no, they're, they're super easy. I mean, we're, we're such a, a tight band right now. Um, the funny thing is we can go three or four weeks without seeing one another and then pop up without any rehearsals and play the show um, and throw new songs in the set because we just, we're such a tight unit now. So these are actually pretty fun for us. It's not difficult at all. The difficult ones are like the six, seven, eight week runs where there's no break. Um, and you just, you're, you're exhausted by, by week three, you're just tired of seeing everybody's face. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. You know, and in 2021, you put out a new album, Wolves, which uh, which has got some great songs on it. You know, it, it, years kind of go by before you get a chance to put out a, a record. Did Was this one of those where, you know, the, the pandemic got involved and it made it a, a much longer process? Or do you just kind of like taking your time and being able to, you know, put these things together as you go? Well, I generally, I generally go about four years between albums because I don't, I don't really make a record until I'm ready. It's like emotionally and, and lyrically have something to say. Um, Wolves was actually recorded in August of 2019. It was supposed to come out in August of 2020. So the fact that we had to um, postpone the release of that record till, till September of 21 um, was a bit of a bummer, but at the same time, I think it was a blessing because everybody was ready for some new music. And of course, you know, being locked down for 18 months, um, I think people were ready to see some some live music as well. So it was a bit of a blessing for us to to be able to sit on the record that long. And of course, you know, we when you have that much time, you really spend time listening to your record and and getting used to those songs. So when we got together for rehearsals to start touring, um, we already pretty much knew everything that we we need to know about the songs without um, you know getting together and jam. So it was pretty it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I heard you say you like to record to live. Um, you know, that's something I think that is underappreciated and it just delivers a different sound. Obviously, you know, with the technology now, you can do all kinds of cool and different things. But you know, there's just something about that uh, sound and vibe that you get on a record when you do that live. Well, when you're standing across from one another in a room and you're feeling the energy off of the other players, you know, certainly the drummer's giving you something. He's feeding you, you know, his energy of playing the songs. I think it, I find that it just really makes it, it, it takes that the energy up and, and, it, and it you hear it like you were saying, you hear it on a record when you can tell that there's music, musicians looking at one another while they're playing these parts because there's a lot of reactionary um, instrumentation that happens that way. Our first record was done um, live, you know, back in 1992. Um, we recorded that record live, and um, and ever since I did that, that's kind of how I've I've wanted to stick to it. So, um, but that's you know, it's just how I uh, how I get my rocks off. Kevin Martin joins us from Candlebox. They're going to be in town on Saturday with Glorious Sons, Aaron Jones at Expo Idaho, part of the Idaho Concert Series. You can grab your tickets at xrock.com. Kevin, you talked a little bit about how great the band is when they play live because you've been doing it for so long. The band reformed uh, a while ago now, and you've been playing with these guys for a very long time. I imagine that probably uh, makes the camaraderie and the live gigs a little bit easier, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to tour with your best friends. And, um, and you know, these guys, they've they've been everywhere with me, and um, and you know I I always tell them stick with me, I'll take you to great places like Minot, North Dakota, <laughs> um, and, and they'll show up, you know. So I guess maybe I'm doing something right, but yeah, we we have so much fun on stage, man. It's we've never been the type of band that's you know hidden behind pyrotechnics and and you know and crazy light shows. We love to play the music that we write, and, and we love to perform those songs live, and, and, and we hope that the audience enjoys them um, just as much as we do, because we never had a show where we felt like we were phoning it in, and um, and that's, you know, for us, it, that's a good thing, but at the end of the night, you know, you've got to hang out those sweaty clothes and dry them out, and, and so I guess we, we, we do enjoy it. 
um, you know, and, and we hope that our audience does as well. Love it, man. Well, yep. always great catching up with you. I appreciate you carving out some time for us. Safe travels as you make your way here come Saturday, and we will see you then, sir. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, fellas. Y'all take care. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's right. Big J, it's been a while since things have opened back up since the pandemic had the shutdown for about 18 months. Do you feel like that particular shutdown changed you at all as a person? Are you different now than you were back then? Oh, I think so, yeah. In what way, if you don't mind me asking? I I mean, it totally has screwed up. I mean, I was already on a kind of a social decline, but now it went to a full stop. So having to get back into socializing with other people has been difficult. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like my personality has shifted a a little bit since this whole thing started. I certainly am much more introverted than I once was for obvious reasons. Um, And we're not the only ones that feel that way. Uh, It's definitely changed people's personalities. Florida State University did a whole kind of survey about it. They talked to over 18,000 people and they were assessed pre-pandemic, early pandemic, and then later in the pandemic. And uh, introversion, openness, and agreeableness declined overall. Uh, And basically what ended up happening is we became moodier, more prone to stress, less cooperative, less trusting, and less restrained and responsible as well, according to the study. So it has effectively changed our personalities and mostly not for the better. And I feel like that seems pretty accurate to me. Now, I know not everybody has done that, but, you know, I mean, the pandemic, whether you got COVID or not, I feel like it just beat you down. Yeah, Because either, you know, it was the actual act of trying to avoid getting sick or the the people that were arguing about it back and forth that got exhausting, the people that were on the opposite side of whatever you believed were exhausting. And so it all just kind of like adds up and you're like, Mayday, what's it all about? And so it's going to take us a while to get back into the swing of things. And, you know, having that apprehension about being in public places and people and people in general is okay. It's part of the coping process, but eventually it's going to make you feel a little bit better about things. At least that's the idea. So far, they haven't decided if any of this stuff is truly permanent about the changes, but it's one of those deals where I know I certainly was getting moodier and less agreeable as things went on and still probably is that way. So uh, it's okay if you feel like you've changed a little bit over the couple of years. Uh, A worldwide pandemic will do that to you. We got the Boise State Broncos taking on the San Diego State Aztecs tonight on the blue at Albertson Stadium. 6 p.m. kickoff. Boise State six and a half point favorites. We've got a new offensive coordinator, brand new quarterback under center, hoping to turn this ship around and auger right into a Mountain West championship. Big J, how say you? Uh, I don't know, boy. Fox Sports 1 has the uh, coverage if you don't want to pay money to see it in person. But you got yourself some pretty good football weather. 71 degrees and sunny for the game tonight if you want to partake. There was a Thursday night football game last night. Bengals beat the Dolphins 27-15. That means there's exactly one undefeated team left in the NFL. Big J, name them, please. The Philadelphia Eagles? Correct. Speaking of Philadelphia, the 76ers star Joel Embiid has officially become a U.S. citizen, Big J. Did you know he wasn't one? No. He has lived in the United States full-time since 2013, but he was born in Cameroon, and he holds French citizenship because of that until yesterday. He is now a United States citizen. Congratulations to him. Looks like Rondell Moore is going to suit up for the Cardinals uh, this weekend against the Panthers. It will be his first game of the season after a hamstring injury sustained in practice. So if you have him in your fantasy team, it might be time to start it. The Cardinals need some offensive weapons with Hopkins out at least until Week 7. So more coming back should help. And despite everything being laid out years and years and years in advance, Big J, sometimes Marvel can say, you know what, we've changed our mind. And they're doing that with the upcoming Armor Wars project that was supposed to be a Disney Plus series. Well, guess what? It's not going to be a Disney Plus series anymore. It will be a full-on feature film and added to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
Uh, Don Cheadle was already attached to it, replacing or playing Rodney Rhodes again, a.k.a. War Machine, and his further adventures of, but they decided to make it a movie. I don't know what it is about it that they decided to switch things up. Maybe they don't feel like they have enough content for an actual television series, or maybe they just felt like the script was so good or the story was so good that they want to incorporate it into whatever they have planned in the Avengers saga coming years and years and years down the road. I don't know. But just know that it will no longer be a TV series. It will now be a feature film, which probably means Don Cheeto gets a little bit more money, which makes him happy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Here's traffic. We got ourselves a busy 8 o'clock hour. We got your Pop Culture Smackdown coming up here in a few minutes. Then a comedian is going to join us on the phone. Vicki Barbalak is going to join us. She is going to be at the Lounge at the End of the Universe on Sunday, a one-night-only event. She is in Vegas with America's Got Talent. She's going to be calling into the show in about a half an hour, and you can tune in for that as well. But we're going to check the TDS Fiber Traffic Center here real quick, brought to you by CBH Homes. Here's CB. Eastbound 94 sluggish from the Meridian Road, exit 44 on ramp to the Cloverdale over. Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I mean, I want to tell you just for a second here that this show on Saturday is a hidden gem. We talk, just talked to Kevin from Candlebox. That is going to be sweet. Glorious Sons is amazing. And then Aaron Jones. I mean, that guy, his latest single is Filthy. Well, he's filthy on the guitar, man. He is really, really good. And so that's all happening at the Expo Idaho tomorrow uh, outside. It's going to be a beautiful day. Let's get you there. Tickets are yours if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Catches, you got to swing by before 4 o'clock today and pick them up, but that's on your schedule. Then calling in should be right now. 208-287-1003. You're going to have to know a little bit about pop culture in order to pull that off. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready, man. Then to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. Dennis, you're up first. Dennis, in the 80s movie, P- the Pee-wee Playhouse movie, you remember Pee-wee Herman's Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. We need to know, what was Pee-wee Herman looking for? His missing what in that movie? His missing bicycle. That is correct. Right. Good job, Big J. Hey, speaking of Pee-wee's Playhouse, Big mm-hmm. J, what actual singer performed the opening credits for the television show? Kiwi's Playhouse. She was a very popular singer for a very long time. Would you like choices? Yeah. Dolly Parton, Cindy Lauper, or Diana Ross? Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper is absolutely correct. Right. Well done. Dennis, back to you, sir. Uh, prior to Kiss's breakthrough, Gene Simmons had which job before he was the bass player for Kiss? Was he a massage therapist, an elementary school teacher, or a window washer? Uh. I'm going to say an elementary school teacher. That is correct. Right. Big J, Gene Simmons says he models his stage look after what Marvel comic book character? Um. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Hulk. Yeah, because he's green, right? No, I have no idea. I'm trying to think. I'm like, it, it, it's, it's got to be one of the main, main I would, ones, uh, right? Well, I mean, it, it, technically, this character is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. But I wouldn't call it a main one. No. But he does pop up in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Does that help? In no. a brief role. No. No, it doesn't, huh? Do you remember the, uh, the role where the Illuminati come into play? Yes. Uh, do you remember the board members of the Illuminati? It's some of them, yeah. I'm seeing it in my head now. All right, go ahead. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Who is it? Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Oh, Black Bolt is what? the character that he uh, he spun. That's why he opens his mouth all wide. That was Black Bolt's thing, you know, and he sticks out his tongue. That's, that's an interesting fact. That's, I mean, I am educated now. I have no idea. You're welcome. Dennis, congratulations. Tickets to Candlebox, Glorious Sons, and Aaron Jones are yours for tomorrow night. Hang on just one second. We will make sure you're good to go, and you can go check out that show. We are going to come back with a comedian friend that's going to be at the lounge at the end of the universe on Sunday. Her name is Vicki Barbalak, and she joins us next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J, and there's a big show happening this weekend at Lounge at the End of the Universe. Vicki Barbalek is going to be in town this Sunday. You can grab your tickets at loungeboise.com, and she joins us from Vegas this morning. Good morning, Vicki. How are you? Good morning, fellas. Really good. I cannot... 
I haven't been to Boise in a few, since uh, last year when I married some guys on Halloween, but I haven't performed there in a few years. So I'm so happy to come back. Yeah, I was going to ask about, you know, you also, you know, dabble in the fun little marriage side of things. Uh, is that the Vegas in you or is that just something that you've always wanted to do? I love getting married. And uh, <laughs> then when I married Lou, my favorite husband so far, like, I don't know, he still hasn't left. So I started the wedding business. And the thing that distinguishes me is we have a little mobile van and it's called Wedding Chapel to Go. And uh, we can we go drive up and marry anybody anywhere. But um, we uh, we offer, and I think we're the only chapel in the, in the country. We offer in the back of the van a twenty nine ninety five half hour honeymoon. So, <laughs> jeez, man, that's awesome. <laughs> Nobody ever uses a whole half hour, but we do offer. <laughs> That is awesome. It's uh, quite the bonus yeah. uh, involved in your yeah. marriages. I like that, Vicky. Uh, congratulations on on the success. I mean, I imagine has it kind of been a whirlwind since 2019 when America's Got Talent happened, and, and it's uh, been upwards since then. Yeah, ever since ADP, it's been uh, you know just everything just completely changes. That show has got such a huge reach. So I've been on tour and got big agents and all those things that I dreamed of happening. You know, happened, but mostly I just kept hoping something would happen and I'd get to do, keep doing stand-up. And, and that's what, I think, like, God gave me that gift because I never saw this coming. It's been great. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's it's really cool, too, because you give other people, I think, uh, so much hope that, you know, the, the dreams that they've had that maybe they put off for whatever reason uh, later in life, it's not too late to give it all that they've got because uh, that's exactly what you did and you were successful at that. I just hope that I get to keep doing what I love. And, uh, but like after a show, I remember like maybe eight months after AGD, I was in some city and this woman walks up to me and she's like my age and she goes, Vicky, I saw you on the show when I started my own business and I've already made $68,000. And I looked at her like, well, thanks, man. <laughs> I wish that was you. <laughs> but, it was, but it was just great. And, and people have told me that. And, and I, I love that because I literally gave up when I started stand up my, my parents had a carpet store. I started with them when I was 19. I worked there 20 years, and I, I mean, carpet is glamorous and all, but it just wasn't my thing. <laughs> and and then I, I told my parents, I go, I love stand-up. We can, let's sell the store. You guys keep the money for your retirement. And I moved into a trailer with my daughters, and we were just really broke, but we were happy. And, and my daughters have become really successful because I think I was such a failure. That's pretty awesome. It's an amazing story. Of course, uh, Vicki Barbalek is going to be at the Lounge at the End of the Universe this Sunday night. You can go to loungeboise.com. It's a one-night-only kind of event. Uh, Vicki, I imagine it's also kind of been nice because, you know, you you hit AGT in 2019. The pandemic hits, which probably makes it tough to go around and do your show on the road. But now that you're able to get out and travel, have you been doing a lot of that? Yep, now it's just constantly go. And I come in and out of Las Vegas to host the live shows at the Luxor for AGT, mm-hmm. and they're really fun shows. So I'm in Vegas now, and then head to Boise Sunday, and then on, on to Washington. But yeah, lots of lots of travel and lots of fun. I, I really like meeting people at the shows, and like all the people I've met in Boise that have become friends are people I've met because I've been there doing stand up over the years. So yeah, it's just it's been. A dream come true. You know? It's awesome. And yeah. AGT seems like a pretty close-knit family as well. You mentioned you do stuff in Vegas for them, and you've also gone yeah. and done some stuff overseas as well with them, so that's been yeah. a pretty good relationship for everybody, right? There's such a nice group of people. I mean, like from Simon down. I mean, Simon does so many nice things for people that people will never know, but yeah, he's, it's just the great. And everybody that works there has been there forever. Like the other day I was getting pizza in Los Angeles in Hollywood, and this guy walks up to me who was at my trailer filming the scenes, and he still works on the crew. He goes, Vicky, I was at your trailer. I was doing the audio, and it's a really nice guy. And I'm like, it was just really fun to see him. And, like, it, it is like a family. The whole, everyone stays close. Like, I'm close with everybody that, you know, I was on the shows with. And I, I didn't ever think God would go on America's Got Talented or they would take somebody like me. I'm like, no, that will never happen. And and then it did. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Vicky, of course, your story plays a big part in, in your stand-up. Uh, do you still have the yeah. trailer? Have you upgraded it? Is yeah. it a different trailer? Yeah, I got a better trailer. <laughs> I, but I got the best trailer in my park. I looked down on everybody. You know, my trailer park is like Boise. It is so cool. We don't even talk about it. Like, and, when I, and I always make a pact with everybody in Boise. When I leave, I tell everybody that Boise is rat-infested, disgusting, 
horrible weather. Nobody should go there. Well, well you know we what? Appreciate that. We do. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much for Got keeping it. our secret. We do appreciate it. Uh, Vicky Barbalek is hilarious, and uh, she is in town on Sunday. Please get your tickets. LoungeBoise.com is where you can go. You will not be sorry. Uh, Vicky, we appreciate you again getting up and, and being a part of the show. Thank you so much, and we will uh, safe travels. We'll see you on Sunday, okay? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. You bet. See you later, boys. Real things that really happened. Really? It's Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Sounds awful. Um, okay. Or rally around the family. Sounds awful. Piper Thompson, Big J, has been posting details about her upcoming breakup on her social media. Yeah. Uh, apparently this was something that they had planned, including so much so that there was what's called a breakup weekend getaway, a breakup vacation, if you will. Uh, the video that she has posted has been seen more than 4.2 million times and it chronicles basically the couple agreeing to break up, but then going on vacation anyway to have one final like weekend together before they decide to go their separate ways. And according to the video, it seems like it's a couple of adult people handing things very adultly. But that's not always the way breakups work. Uh, Of course, some people were a bit confused over if you're going to break up with somebody, why would you want to then spend a weekend getaway with them? But not all breakups are a crisis. Not all of them end in absolute hatred for each other. And sometimes there's just realizing that there are other things out there. And if you're, I suppose, mature and adult enough to break up that way, might as well hang out about it, right? I guess. I mean, I, I don't... I don't see that happening, but I can respect the people that want to go that route. As somebody, I, I, I told you my, my breakup story when I got broken up with when I took somebody on, on a trip, right? And they broke up with me during the trip. No. It was awful. Yeah, that would be awful. Like, it was one of those things where it was clearly, like, and that was part of why I was so upset about it, was it was it was predetermined that during this weekend I was going to get broken up with. And it was like, well, why not tell me before I throw down all the money and we go on this trip? Why, why did we do this here? And now we have another day in California that we have to, like, we have plans and we have to go places and we have tickets and things. It's like, I don't want to do these things now. But that's different than this. It sounds like there were conversations had before they decided to go on the trip, not breaking up while you're on a trip. That felt uh, a little bit, again, because it was predetermined is probably why it hurt so much. But I don't recommend that part. But if you can handle like, hey, we're we're not our each other's forevers. Let's go our separate ways. But hey, let's, let's hang out one final time. I guess knock yourselves out. It's your relationship. Do whatever you want, right? Um, yeah. Okay, or rally around the family. Rally round the family. If you happen to find yourself walking through a cornfield in Pocahontas County, Iowa, be careful you don't step on any bulls. Three weeks ago, a herd of five bulls escaped from the TNC Rodeo Company. Two were captured, but there are still three on the loose, and nobody really knows where they are. Local authorities are warning that they're probably hiding out in cornfields somewhere, and there's plenty of those in Iowa. The hind corn stalks are providing enough cover for them to stay hidden. And according to the rodeo chief, you could even take a drone and fly over and you wouldn't see them because they like to lay down in the daytime and then roam around at night. And so once the corn is harvested, maybe then the local bulls will be captured. But until then, you don't want to run into a bull. Certainly not one on a parade. I'll tell you that right now. You run over. Yeah. So watch out. I I like that. I mean, I don't know if I like it, but it is strange that they have zero idea where they are. They could be anywhere. So head on a swivel if you're in Pocahontas County, Iowa. Wrap it up with Um OK. Michelle Umizu is a bodybuilder. She is also known for formerly being married to Brazilian soccer player Ronaldo. And she recently underwent reconstruction surgery about a week ago because she wanted to be a virgin again, Big J. She wants to get married in a church and she doesn't want to be attached to her ex-husband any longer. Now, she has a son with the soccer player. She is currently single, but she says she's waiting for somebody that has the same faith and life ideals as her, and so she underwent the surgery in order to basically get what she really wants out of her relationship down the future and truly start over with somebody. Crazy. Seems excessive, but, I mean, I guess you're essentially paying for peace of mind, right? 
I mean, that's really all it is. Because, I mean, you can have all the surgeries you want, but the truth is you, you have a kid, so relations have been intimate relations have been had yeah. in the past yeah these things are okay but listen everybody wants to do over why not go that route i guess if you're willing to pay the money and undergo yeah. the surgery how do we as males do the do-over uh i don't think there's any surgical reconstruction we can do uh you can just stop lying about how many times you've had sex i suppose mental Probably. reconstruction yeah mental re it's like yeah reprogramming almost Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need to know. We got some bad impressions that are happening next on the X Rocks. So far, I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. Fantastic tickets here for you tomorrow out at the Expo Idaho Grandstand. It's Candlebox, the Glorious Sons, and Aaron Jones. You don't want to miss out. It's going to be freaking awesome. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you set up with those tickets if you can figure out Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you would like to go to this freaking awesome concert. You do have to swing by before 4 o'clock if you want to grab them, but it's pretty easy to get it. You just have to figure out Big J's bad impression. Three clues coming your way. It's all about a famous person. Figure out that famous person, and you are concert bound to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Oh, that ain't going to work. That person hung up. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Hi, what's your name? Janine. All right, Janine, you're up first. Despite being a cast member way back in the 80s, I didn't win an Emmy for SNL until 2020. Next one. My voice performance for Donkey in the Shrek movies should also win some awards. Eddie Murphy. Hey, good job, Janine. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets. What was Clue 3 for fun? Yep, I'm coming back as Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop 4. Uh, indeed he is. And why is Eddie Murphy in the news? Well, uh, he is. Uh, that is uh, allegedly filming right now. And the list of cast members has finally filled out, Nick. Uh, and interesting, uh, joining Eddie Murphy is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, Taylor Page. Uh, Judge Reinhold is coming back as Billy Rosewood. I like that. John Ashton as Taggart. And then Paul Reiser's making a return. Bronson Pinchot. That's everybody. Remember him? And then adding to the whole mess, Kevin Bacon. I'm imagining Kevin Bacon's the bad guy. Uh, probably has to be. He's reached that point in his career where he is the bad guy. But he's good at being a bad guy. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I like that they're bringing back kind of everybody, too. Uh, I'm wondering in what kind of... Uh, it looks like both of the former other police officers are retired, at least from the onset yeah. photos that they've showed so far. They're all kind of in like street clothes, if you will, like, but not like the dress-up street clothes like they used to wear. Yeah, and I think that that was kind of the missing stuff that was out of Beverly Hills Cop 3, which was not the greatest no. sequel movie. Uh, but either way, I'm looking forward to this because I do enjoy that. The I Just the, the, the chemistry between, you know, um, Reinhold and Josh John Taggart and Eddie Murphy was so great in Beverly Hills Cop uh, 1 and 2. So Yeah, but I mean, the track record of sequels that are mm -hmm. revisited yeah. way far down the road isn't exactly great. Uh, so you'll have to kind of bear with them a little bit. Did you ever end up watching Coming to America 2? No. Is there a reason why? Yeah, you said it wasn't good. Uh, it was, it so was I, fine. I, I, I do whatever it, you it tell me, fine. sir. It was fine. It was fine. It wasn't It wasn't amazing. It was just fine. It, it was a thing that happened. I wouldn't call it terrific, but I wouldn't call it awful either. Uh, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm trying to level my expectations, I guess, for Beverly Hills Cop. I think four. that uh, because I've been doing streaming dumbass so long, I'm risk movie adverse. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not sure about a movie. I don't want to watch it because I'm like so used to watching terrible movies. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is Queens of the Stone Age. No one knows. Wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J for this week. Thank you to Kevin Martin of Candlebox for calling into the show in advance of the concert tomorrow night at Expo Idaho. Make sure you pop by and say hello to the X. We'll be out there tomorrow night as well. Out there tomorrow daytime at Kleiner Park for the Walk to End Alzheimer's. Make sure you stop by and say hello to Big J out for that and then tune in because at 2 o'clock he's going to be hosting an X session with the Glorious Sons here uh, right on the radio station as they perform acoustically before that show with Candlebox tomorrow night. Also a special thank you to Vicki Bobolek for coming on the show. She is going to be at the lounge at the end of the universe on Sunday night. You have lots of 
entertainment choices this weekend between Trivium and Candlebox and Vicky and all sorts of stuff that are happening. Hopefully it is a productive one, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, he got a chance to try out the inflatable hot tub last night, Nick. Oh, okay. Was it everything you wanted and more? I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. But? Well, I mean, I was in the, alone, and uh, maybe Why? we... Well, we may have put too much water. I mean, listen, I displace a lot of water <laughs> when I get in it, and so had anybody joined me, uh, it would have really been overflowing. So there needs to be some adjustment. Okay. Uh, is it a pain to get in and or out of? No, not necessarily. How high is it? Like, I mean, is it is it like About a standard... Feet. Okay. So you don't need like a ladder or anything to no, get in, or no. is there a ladder? You nope. just, you, okay, you just kind of straddle it and get yeah, in, and you're good to go. straddle, baby. Uh, very nice. Worth the money, then, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it can be. How long sure. were you in the uh, the hot tub for? Uh, about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, right to the shower, then, afterwards? No. Really? No. No, it's just like uh, uh, you shower before you get in it. Right, and then, but you, you don't feel like uh, a little bit after cleansed in the, the hot tub? You no, just it's go good. Back to cleaning agents in it, cleaning me up. It does? Yeah, just like a hot tub, bro. Hot tubs aren't baths, though, Big J. You know that, well, right? Well, I take a bath in it. Oh, no. Uh, it's called a hot tub. I don't think you're using it There's right. There's chemical agents in it. Morning after I am using with it right. Nick and Big J. You don't even own one. No, I know, but I know it's not a bath. It is not meant to be a, clen- a it's like cleansing. The, it's like the bath, the baths of uh, Rome. I imagine your hot tub is probably exactly like that. That's going to do it for us. We should have a fantastic weekend. You should as well. Jason Drew's coming in next. We'll see you guys on Monday. It is the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.